First time for this dude to join us in the Freak Nation, up-and-comer, driving in the U.S. 2000. And of course, the road to Indy. Miles Rowe joining us here in the Freak Nation. There was a triple header this weekend in this series. Or actually, today, from what I understand, he's one of the winners from the uh, the three races. Do I have that right? You guys ran three races today in the USF 2000? That is correct. One race uh, yesterday and two today. Jeez. Holy smokes, man. Uh, how are those how are those forearms doing? Yeah, how are those forearms doing right about now, Miles? Oh, they're okay. It's more my hands. I had I had ended up with a couple of blisters, honestly, after Friday. So I had to wrap my hand a, a few times before going out, but it's been all good. My I've been my fitness has been okay, so I, it, it hasn't been too much trouble. USF two thousand went of the road to Indy. Joining us here in the Freak Nation, Miles Rowe. Was this weekend planned well ahead of time or was this due to the COVID situation going around the country that you guys are going to have to run three races in two days? Uh, this, no, this weekend was, was, well, actually I think that, yeah, the reason why we have three races might be because of the COVID, um, the COVID thing, but I couldn't tell you officially, but I know because of Toronto coming out in mid Ohio, us going back there again, that, it, it resulted in some changes in how many races uh, there were to be in at some location. So this this might be one that that ended up being affected by that. After now being through it, and of course a win kind of makes things a little bit better. But after being through it, like you said, blisters from practice on Friday, racing three races with blisters on your hands. Did you like the the way that a triple header actually went down? Oh yeah, it was super fun, and you know it is a lot and a lot of focus, but it gives you three, three opportunities to, to go out and, and be successful. So we, we take every opportunity that we can to, to get results. And that's what we did. So explain to me, Miles Rowe, USF 2000, one of three winners on the weekend. Explain to me how racing, no, let me back up, how the road to Indy and IndyCar became a part of your life. When did you grow up in Georgia, NASCAR country? I did. I I grew up a little bit west of of Atlanta, Georgia, um, and I actually started out in in Andretti's indoor karting venues, racing in little a little local indoor karting series there. Um, but yeah, I didn't get started until I was about twelve years old, and and that's how I started out doing that. And never, I wasn't born into a family who knew about racing. It was a lot of research that I had to put in to to really find something cheap enough for example, the indoor league to, to kind of get started and see if we had talent to actually like really try and, and make something like this happen. Okay. Hold on though. We have to laugh a little bit. Racing is not cheap. <laughs> so for you to say to find something cheap enough, hence the indoor league, that's just kind of funny to me, but listen to you and look at you. Now you did make it happen. This is what other people now, other 12 year olds are looking up to you now with this experience. So tell them what happened next. How did you progress? Yeah, so it was a lot of research on my side to find something that was actually presentable um, and reasonable for my parents to actually look at and and think, is this something that we can do? And the indoor league presented that option for me. So Pro Cup, it was it was a series called Pro Cup Karting, um, and this series held a, a good few races, but it was about maybe it was it was very affordable. It was about three hundred or something dollars. Like I guess the cost for like a normal sporting season to just go out and, and race these indoor go-karts at, at this track um, in Roswell, Georgia. 
And from then on, we went into the outdoor rental carding series. And then uh, luckily, because of the talent, we were able to gain some sponsors, to a, a few sponsors that, that supported us to help us uh, invest in, in our own go-kart that we took uh, around for about three years uh, through the Northeast of, of the USA. Um, but it, it was a lot of perseverance and just and just hope and, and belief on our side. But I think the key word here is, is perseverance. I mean, when you find that outlet, um, it's, it's just about believing in yourself and, and knowing that you can make it to the end and having that confidence. And, and that's, that's everything in this sport, especially if it's not totally accessible for you. Miles, I think you just summed it up perfectly. And we're going to go with what Marshall Pruitt of Racer Magazine tweeted out earlier this afternoon saying your win in the second of three USF 2000 races was a perfect fitting, a a fitting ending, excuse me, for a very tough week in open wheel because we also lost racers, writer and NBC sports announcer, Robin Miller. We lost him this week. And he was a guy that exemplified exactly what you just said. He was a college dropout who just persevered and kept asking people for jobs in the IndyCar series. And look what that got him. So yeah, Mm -hmm. for, for him to unfortunately lose his battle with cancer earlier this week, and now you finishing off the week with a win, it's just that that bookended story of perseverance and how no matter what you're doing in your life, if you have passion, you can make it work. So thank you for that. I just I, I appreciate that story, and I appreciate how you are influencing so many other people because of it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's truly an honor and a blessing to, to be able to be in a position to, to work hard and involve myself in order to to help influence and, and bring inspiration to other people who who want to get into the sport or, or just need inspiration to, to motivate and involve themselves anywhere in, in any aspect in life. It's just important to persevere and always believe in yourself because what else can we do in life besides evolve and grow and, and get better? That's That's the meaning of life. Miles Rowe, a big background in sports, but you're making some history with Force Indy. First win today, USF 2000. What was it like getting that first call from Force Indy? Was there surprise? Was there a lot of talk? Did you have to be talked into doing it? What was that first call like? Yeah, so it was was just kind of a a meant-to-be thing. I mean, the, the race for equality and change presented by Penske, um, it really put forward a lot of a lot of different avenues for for women and and diverse just diverse people in general uh, who you don't normally see in the paddock in motorsport to really get their foot in the door. Uh, and I was lucky enough to to be looked at uh, for my talent previously in the Lucas Oil Formula Series and a little bit of of success in karting to to get a phone call from Rod Reed uh, to to possibly join the team and. And in the end, and after a couple of phone calls later, it worked out uh, for me to be in the position to, to represent. And like I say, it, it just, it was just the perseverance that, that got me here. I, I can say, I mean, it was, it, this is what I've been working towards since I've been 12 and, and here we are. So it's just about taking the opportunity and running with it as, as well as I can as, as a person. Miles Rowe, a history making win USF 2000 and the road to Indy program. You mentioned Rod Reed, owner of the Force Indy team. Describe for us who Rod Reed is and what the idea for the Force Indy team is going forward. Yeah, the goal the goal is um it to put it simply, to bring diversity to to just 
to change, to change the face of motorsport. Um, and abroad, you could also say it's to change the face of motorsport in specifically IndyCar if you want to go funnel, funnel deeper, funnel more sp- into something more specific. Um, we want, we want more diversity in IndyCar. That's just, that's just what we want. So the goal here is just to develop the team through the ranks and, and try to get some more diverse people in IndyCar and, and show the world what, what, you know, what everybody can do, you know, not just a select group of people. And, and that's what we're here doing. We're trying to change, change the face of motorsport and in turn with that, change the world. That's the mission. That's the goal. Miles Rowe, you and the team owner, Rod Reed are African-Americans. Only two black drivers have been in the Indy 500 where you say your team wants to go. That's Willie Ribs in 91 and George Mack in 2002. Nobody since then, almost 20 years. That's a tough road to hold, but you are getting some help. Roger Penske, the owner of the Indy 500 at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, he's helped with the Force Indy team. Tell us about that. Yeah, Mr. Penske's had given us tremendous support um, to help us keep going and, and keep persevering through this long, long journey that we have been on and this long, long journey that is still ahead of us. Um, just and it, like literally from knowledge to, of course, a little bit of financial support, anything and anything in that matter. I mean, connections, you know, it, he's just he's really about change and he's really about progression and involvement. So Mr. Pinsky has really just been a, a key factor in, in helping us, uh, Rod Reed and Force Indy, you know, really, really do what we want. Uh, and that's changing the face of motorsport and, and changing the face of IndyCar. Let's be honest, buddy. It's because you kicked Will Power's ass at a karting event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't <laughs> – Will – Will, Will, Will says that, I guess, or whoever says that, but he kicked my butt. I just learned from him. He would pass me and then slow down and let me pass him again. And then he would pass me back because he was quicker than me. And then I'd learn from him and he let me pass him again. I don't know why everybody thinks that, but you know, he, Will, Will's a great person. And he's really, he, from the get go, when I met him that day, he's, he's just given me like a lot of security and, and how, I mentally prepare myself, how I mentally treat myself on and off the track. Um, just like any notes like that, that he can give me to just help me a little bit further. Um, with the lack of experience I have, um, he helps with him and I can't thank him enough for that, especially for being so kind and such an honest and caring person. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy for that. Would you rather have your phone ring spontaneously by, Oh, let's say Sebastian Bourdais or Simon Paginot or any IndyCar driver, or would you rather have your phone ring spontaneously by Lewis Hamilton or Sebastian Vettel? Who who would really shock you the most to call you to give you a congratulations or to give you some advice? <laughs> I feel like I feel like Max Max Verstappen really would really shock me. Uh, I, he drives so fast. He, he seems to be in his own world. He's got to be in his own world. I mean, he's, the guy's like so quick. So if I saw Max Verstappen on my, on my phone, I'd be shocked because the way he drives, he's in his own entire world. You have to be what to drive that fast. And, uh, so yeah, that's my answer to that. What would you ask him? <laughs> Why don't I ask him? No, what, what would you ask Max if he were to call you? Uh, I'd ask him, would he rather? Would he rather fly a plane or drive a race car? (laughs) (laughs) 
You talk about Lewis Hamilton in F1. He has had enormous success, wins, podiums, seven championships, working on an eighth. But he has talked about the lack of diversity in Formula One and the problems that he's faced coming up through the ranks in that motorsport. Tell us about some of the problems you might have had, a black man coming up in a sport dominated by young white drivers. Yeah, there's been there's a there's been issues in, in the past and go karting, um, you know, not not feeling so comfortable at the track, you know, looks and, and sometimes overhearing things said and things like that. But that was more when I was around 14, 15 ish over the years. I mean, the, the support and the love has it's, it's really been a, a great turn. And it's it's really shown the, the progress that society and, and humans in general have made over the years, over these last recent years in this decade. Um, so it's happened, but I mean, we have to really like applaud the human race for just the progression they've made in their awareness and consciousness and just pure love for other humans. Um, so like, especially like this year in the RTI paddock, it's just all love, all support. It's, it's just phenomenal to see that. Wow. How old are you miles? Just turned 21. And you, you're going to, is it Pace University? Yes, sir. What are you studying? Film and screen studies. Whoa. Holy smokes. Yeah. What, what yeah, about, yeah. What about philosophy and photography? Phile- like philosophy. Camera. Philosophy. I'm sorry. I just cut you off. Say that again. I said I want to be a director of photography. I like being behind the camera. I, I feel like I have a, a good vision or can, can show someone who has a vision um, what can actually be made uh, in real life through the camera, through the lens. Uh, or shown on screen sort of a thing uh yeah i love love movies i love the way people try to represent their vision through the screen and through the lens okay here's one for you you're you're on the phone with roger pinsky and someone's calling in and it's spike lee or martin scorsese (laughs) do you hang up do you hang up on roger pinsky to pick up the phone with spike lee or martin scorsese i think I might have to put him on hold. Is that is that a way to get out of this question? I'd put him on, I'm maybe on hold. Maybe I'd go, Mr. Pinsky, can I put you on hold for 10 seconds? And then I'd talk to, to Spike Lee or Martin Scorsese. And then I'd go, can I call you back? And I'd go back to Mr. Pinsky. <laughs> yeah, never forget your roots. It started in racing. <laughs> started in racing, yes. I don't know. What I, what I think you should do is you just should join the calls. Get Spike Lee and Roger Pinsky and Miles Rowe in the same conversation. <laughs> that would be a magical call. I mean, we're asking, people are asking for the IndyCar series, similar to the F1 documentary on Netflix, Drive to Survive. So, yes, this is it. Miles Rowe is going to be the one to make it happen. Oh, I would love to. I'd love to. <laughs> Got to dream big. Maybe yep. one day. Yep. Well, buddy, this has been great, man. Hopefully, we'll stay in touch with you, watch your progress, whether it's behind the camera or on the racetrack. you got a hell of a future in front of you, Miles. Thank you, guys. I mean, it's really been a huge pleasure. You guys are, are, are great at this. It was a fun call. Oh, All right, buddy. Thank, thank you, you, Miles. All right. Thanks, guys. Asking him that question, I thought what I would do. What? With Roger Penske on the phone and Scorsese calls in? I would make sure that I'm recording my question to Roger, saying, Roger, Mark Scorsese is on the other line. What should I do? And have Roger answer it for you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Well, do you want to ride in the Indy 500? <laughs> no, Roger would say, 
put me on the phone with Martin. You hang up, and I want to get some. I want to yeah. get some money out of Scorsese's pocket. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, Marty, I know Marty. Yeah, me and Marty go way back. 